Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Everybody, it's time to believe in the Big 12. If you're a Big 12 baller, then this podcast is the place for you. Every week, we dive into the hot topics surrounding historic Big 12 football and basketball. Guest stars, former players, industry experts, conference shakeups, hoops hypotheticals, football fantasies. You name it, we have it. And in the process, we'll look at marquee matchups, roster comparisons, coaching carousels, and analysis of big-time moments. You will literally feel like you're etched into the fabric of the Big 12. From the creation of basketball to history repeating itself on the gridiron, our take on all things Big 12 will have you glued to the edge of your seat. So whether you've got a favorite Big 12 team or are just a fan of the conference, buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Welcome to the Believe in the Big 12 podcast, a proud member of the Believe Podcast Network. Welcome to episode number 18 of the Believe in the Big 12 podcast. And on behalf of the entire Believe Podcast Network, before we kick off, I have to ask, you guessed it, do you believe, and more importantly for our purposes, do you believe in the Big 12? Because it is Tourney Time Tuesday! Yes, that's right. I am recording this episode the day before the last two play-in games. And then, on Thursday, we are live with March Madness. But today is the eve of March Madness Eve. And we are going to predict and preview each of the Big 12 NCAA tournament games. And we're going to do it quick hitter style. Because that's how March Madness is going to be. We are about to get an onslaught. Uh, an almost uh, a barrage of incredible rapid-fire games that come down to the wire. Almost without fail every time. I mean, it is basketball from 9 in the morning to 9 at night. Without fail, constant entertainment. This separates the boys from the men in terms of who really likes to watch basketball. And we are lucky as Big 12 fans because we have six teams in the tournament this year. We've got Baylor and Kansas, both number one seeds, so nothing too crazy is going to happen there, we hope, unless there's going to be a UMBC over Virginia type situation. But I don't think Baylor or Kansas is even capable of embarrassing themselves like that. So yes, we have Baylor, Kansas, number three, Texas Tech, Number 6 seed, Texas. Number 11 seed, Iowa State. And last but not least, number 9, TCU, who arguably has the toughest draw of every Big 12 team. So let's start there. The Horned Frogs of TCU. They play Friday, March 18th at 8.57 p.m. Central Time. So that's 9.57 Eastern Time. 6.57 Pacific time, so they have one of the later games in the day, and that'll be on True TV. And not only is it later in the day, it's actually the final game of the first round. 
and TCU, 20-12 and 12 on the season, will be playing Seton Hall, the Pirates, 21-10. and 10. Now, both of these teams, they finished near the middle of the pack in their respective conferences, and both the Big 12 and the Big East, where Seton Hall is from, were among the best conferences in the country this season. So that doesn't mean that they're slouches by any means. I mean, finishing in the middle of the pack in these conferences is not easy to do. So resume-wise, these teams match up well. However, I will say this. Seton Hall has had issues down the stretch winning big games. And this, the closing game of the first round of March Madness, is a big-time game. But I think TCU is is the more battle-tested team here, and that's why I choose them. Even though they went 1-2 and two in the series with Kansas, they did beat them once, and that is a tough feat to accomplish. And then, what's more, they've got the fighting spirit. Their comeback win against Texas in the Big 12 tournament, that showed some serious grit, some serious resilience. So the biggest challenge for TCU is going to be checking Seton Hall's 1-2 scoring punch of Jared Roden and Bryce Aiken both of whom average over 14 points per game. That said, TCU has succeeded against better scorers, so I like them to grind this one out. And I actually have them going on, in some of my brackets, to beat Arizona, the number one overall seed, 31-3 and on the year. Yes, you read that right, because TCU has played tough competition tight. And yes, you heard me right, one of my brackets, because I've probably filled out about 50 by the time we're You're listening to this right now. I I mean that. Genuinely 50. That's what what you get when you create multiple ESPN accounts. But I I didn't know you could do that. I was asking for a friend. Now, let's cover Iowa State. Number 11, playing number 6 seed LSU. Friday, March 18th, 6.20 p.m. Central Time, 7.20 Eastern, 4.20 California time. I just realized how ironic and funny that is. That's that's too good. And this matchup is really interesting. It's probably the most interesting 6 versus 11 matchup from the standpoint of, I guess, differentials in the locker room. 11 seed Iowa State, 20 and 12 on the season. They did just get eliminated in the first round of the Big 12 tournament, thanks to a abysmal shooting performance. But that pales in comparison to the issues at LSU. Coach Will Wade was fired after the NCAA formally issued allegations of major rules violations and a lack of, I guess some some call it institutional control. And that literally happened the day before the tournament field was announced. So I have to imagine the Tigers locker room will be in disarray and there will be quite a few distractions bouncing around. That being said... There have been teams in turmoil in recent years right before March Madness started, and they all went on a miraculous run. So, I'm not counting LSU out. But, Iowa State's defense is really tough, and I think that makes this another 11-seed upset. Especially considering what Iowa State has been through. Let me just remind everybody, last year, Iowa State won two games. Yeah, I meant to say that. Two games. They finished 2-22 and last year. And then the top five scorers from that roster either transferred or turned pro. But then Penn State transfer Isaiah Brockington showed up. He's been averaging 17 points per game, 
shooting 37.6% from three, and was recently named the Big 12 Newcomer of the Year. And he helped Iowa State get back on track. And now, they're in the NCAA tournament. And wins over Texas Tech, Texas, and Iowa showed this team's potential. So watch out. This could be an 11-seed run in the making. People are talking about Virginia Tech and Michigan as the 11 seeds that'll really make a run. But I think Iowa State actually has the best chance. And next up, speak of the devil, 11 Virginia Tech faces Big 12 staple, number 6 seed Texas. That's Friday, March 18th at 3.30 p.m. Central, 4.30 Eastern, and 1.30 Pacific on TBS. Texas, 21-11 and 11 on the year, is entering the tournament on a, a bit of a downturn, losing their last three games and getting bounced in the first round of the Big 12 tournament. And that led to some, how do I put it, um, off-the-cuff, snippy comments from Coach Chris Beard about his players. But hopefully, that's the kick in the pants they need. And I think it'll do the trick, because they need it. Virginia Tech, like I said, 11 seed, finished 23-12 and 12 on the year. They just won their way, I mean backed their way in the NCAA tournament by winning the ACC tournament. And this is a major upset alert game because of that. The Hokies just beat Duke by 15 points, and they're riding high. So here's what Texas and its players need to do. Rally around Coach Chris Beard. Because remember, he was at Texas Tech last season before transferring to in-state rival Texas. And he had to watch as a sea of Red Raiders screamed at him from the front seat of the Texas team bus. They are still mad about his departure. And I think that they should rally around him and that cause and show Texas Tech that Texas is the better team in the state. And speak of the devil again, now you have number three seed Texas Tech playing number 14 seed Montana State, who is not to be overlooked, by the way. They can really spread the floor and shoot from three. But I still don't see Texas Tech losing this game. Texas Tech's defense is insanely good. It holds teams to under 60 points per game, which is among tops in the nation. This game is Friday, March 18th at 12.45 p.m. Central. So that'll be 10.45 Pacific and 1.45 Eastern Time on TNT. This game on Day 2 features a really interesting matchup. The Red Raiders ended their season strong with a run to the Big 12 Tournament Final, just before losing to Kansas in a hard-fought game. And Montana State? Well, like I said, they can't be slept on. Because the Bobcats won the Big Sky and have only lost two games in their last 20. They also played Colorado very close in their first game of the season. But ultimately, I think Texas Tech's defense is going to give Montana State fits. The only thing that would make this an upset bid is if Texas Tech kind of goes really cold randomly for a, a good stretch, which they've had a tendency to do at times this season. Even if that happens, though, I think Texas Tech's defense is good enough to hold that Montana State team off from making a run in that period and should give them the edge. Next up, number one seed Kansas, the number three overall seed in the tournament, playing against number 16 seed Texas Southern. 
Texas Southern just came out of a play-in matchup against Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And let's get down to brass tacks. They don't have a shot at winning this game. They finished the season 18-12. and 12. Now, don't get me wrong. They're really good for the group which, which they play in. They can really spread the floor. They have a good defense that forces a lot of turnovers. And more importantly, they actually do a pretty good job of not turning the ball over. That will be the only thing that will keep them in this game. If we get Kansas turning into the team that turns the ball over a lot, and then Texas Southern not turning the ball over at all. This game is on Thursday, March 17th at 8.57 p.m. Central Time. So, 9.57 p.m. Eastern Time. And that's why I said earlier, you're literally getting basketball from morning till night. But this will be Thursday, March 17th at 8.57 Central Time on True TV. The Jayhawks look like they're hitting their peak right at the perfect time after winning the Big 12 Conference Tournament. Now, there might be some concerns with fatigue and kind of lackadaisical nature on defense at times, not being able to hustle, except Ochai Agbaji. He hustles all the time. But I think players like unheralded players on defense like Christian Brown have been stepping up lately. And Ochai Agbaji is going to dunk all over Texas Southern. And that's really all there is to it. A win for number one seed Kansas. And last but not least, we have number one seed Baylor versus number 16 seed Norfolk State, who if you don't remember, Norfolk State had a crazy 15 seed over two seed upset of Missouri a few years back in the tourney. This game will be on Thursday, March 17th at 1 p.m. Central, so 3 p.m. Eastern and 12 p.m. Pacific on TBS. And here's what to look out for. The Norfolk State Spartans have three players that average double-digit scoring, with guard Joe Bryant leading the way with 16 points per game. That's impressive, sure. But let's remember that they were playing much weaker defenses. Even if they're shorthanded, just like all season long when LJ Cryer and players like that have been out for Baylor, they should be able to handle this game just fine. And it sounds like Kendall Brown will be good to go. So this could be a nice round-into-form game. Baylor after a a bit of a disappointing Big 12 tournament performance. But yes, number one seed Baylor defeats number 16 seed Norfolk State. And let's be real here. When looking at the whole scope of the Big 12's presence in the NCAA tournament, I still can't get my mind off Kansas. I think they're the best team. It's either them or Baylor. One of those teams will come out of their region and make their way to the Final Four. And the reason I think it's Kansas is simply because of Ochai Agbaji. Baylor has a lot of good players. They have different people that can score and play defense. But they don't necessarily have that one impact player who levels everybody else up. With Agbaji on the floor, Kansas has shot 56% inside the three-point line this season. That means they're getting high-quality looks. And I think Baylor faces struggles in this tournament. I really do. Now, they're a resilient team, so I still think they'll go far. But if I'm being fully honest, I just have this weird sense, even though I love KU and I respect Baylor a lot, that Texas Tech is somehow going to be the team that comes out here, comes out of the Big 12 and shows everybody who they are in the NCAA tournament. 
And why do I say that? Because, as I've always said, it's one thing. Defense wins championships. Mic drop. So there you have it, folks. Hot takes and quick hitters on the Big 12's presence in the NCAA tournament. I hope you're excited to see TCU be a disruptor, Kansas continue to do its thing, Baylor continue to be resilient, Texas Tech continue to stifle people on offense, Iowa State shock the world and make some noise in the NCAA tournament, and then TCU, well, they might just do the exact same thing against Arizona and Texas rallying around its coach to make a run. Because if this isn't March Madness, what else is there? Every single team rallies around their fellow players and fellow coaches to make magic happen. Get ready, people. We're in for a wild ride. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.